4: Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's
5: reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me,
4: Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI
3: AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4 after 4 o'clock. You go to the iHeart app, it has the John and Ken podcast. Uh, That is called John and Ken On Demand. And you could listen to the whole show, pick up what you missed. All right. You can also win some money coming up in 15 minutes. Our final keyword on the
6: show around 320. Uh, Just follow the instructions after that for your chance at $1,000. There'll be more keywords coming on Tim Conway Jr.'s show at 420 and 520 here on KFI. Well, we return to the world of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department. We threw Robert Lunar in the dumpster on Friday, in case you missed that. Uh, because of his chicken way of uh, standing with the activists when it came to an incident that occurred in Lancaster after a couple was shoplifting at a grocery store and got violent. And then the encounter with the deputies got violent. I'm your yes, <laughs> Sheriff Luna. We what? take very seriously all complaints of police brutality. So we've got another story and uh, a fresh video that accompanies it because it happened back in February in Whittier. Where there's a man complaining that he was thrown to the ground and punched. And the alleged reason for the traffic stop is is an air freshener.
3: <laughs> well, let's bring on Steve Gregory, This is, this is a, a weird story. It is. A transgender guy, an air
7: freshener. Somebody, uh, some, some deputy getting flipped off. What's, uh, what's... well, let's go back. So, I mean, first of all, the video that, it hit, you know, most everyone has probably seen by now that was, uh, the video was sourced by the attorney for this, uh, person that we're talking about. Um, this is Emmett Brock who identifies as transgender, but we'll get to that in a moment. So this is a, a woman identifying as a man. True. mm mm-hmm. Trans man. So... When this happened on February 10th, so Brock claims that he was driving down the street and noticed this deputy, what he characterized as berating a black woman during a traffic stop. Berating. And berating. That's all. All that's all he said, and that he, he, he couldn't hear
6: anything. He just saw the gestures. Apparently know. so. Hmm. So Brock flips wow. off the
7: deputy. So Brock continues to drive on and moments later sees in the rear view, sees the uh, LA County Sheriff's SUV and pulls into the 7-Eleven. The SUV pulls behind the SUV, pulls up behind the vehicle and get, and uh, what you then see is Brock gets out of his vehicle right away. Now you've got a big SUV behind you with lights on. And the deputy's like, I put, just pulled you over. Brock says, No, you didn't. That's some audio you hear on there. So two red flags. One, um, what are you, what were you taught? You know, when you got your license, and a cop approaches you. Do you remember one of the first things you were taught? Don't flip them off. Well, there's well, that's uh but that's a different issue. Well, I We talk about that. Uh, Don't get out of your vehicle. That's just stay in your car. Stay in your car. Yeah, unless you're told to get out. Keep your hands in front of you, so you can see you're not right. reaching for a weapon. The other thing in the video, too, is you see Brock attempt to walk away. Mm. And so he was ignoring the cop. That's the other thing you don't really do. Now, here's the thing. It was not in the report. I was told by sources with close to this case that the flipping off incident was never in the official deputy's report. Mm-hmm. And it can also be suggested now that the deputy didn't even see the flipping off. Because that's what's well, being said. Why now. would he chase this guy to begin with? So the original traffic stop was an uh the traffic stop was related to the air freshener. And, I'm, and the reason I'm stuttering here is because I'm looking up the actual oh, code. I can't believe that. I, I,
3: here's the thing: he's in the middle of some altercation with another woman. He sees this guy go by. I'm talking about the deputy, right? right. The deputy's involved with this other woman that he's allegedly berating. He sees this guy go by, and he thinks, oh, my God, he's got a dangling uh, air freshener air there. It's blocking his view. And then chases <laughs> him into the parking lot. Next thing you know, that guy's on the ground getting the hell beat out Steve, of him. Steve,
6: we know that's an excuse
3: to <laughs> find this guy. And... <laughs> I can, uh,
6: so here's the thing. Does the deputy admit in his
7: report that it was about the air freshener, the traffic stop? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's absurd. So the, okay, so here's... Uh, okay, I'm not going to defend actions here. I'm only going I know, but I'm, I'm trying to understand well, what... They, now, it, and it might have been the most ridiculous reason to pull the guy over. And yes, it may have been a total retaliatory move on the part of the deputy. It's got to be the even though he doesn't put it in the report, f- retaliating over the flipping off would make sense. Sure. Now, in, getting that violent over an air freshener. So, <laughs> two things. And this is what this is what's kind of interesting about the way this lays out. The uh, Again, I'm not defending actions. I'm giving you perspective. Right. right? And my job is to tell you what I've been told. So what I've been told is that this deputy pulls this guy over. The guy immediately starts to fight back or mm-hmm. resist. In fact, so much so that he was charged by the district attorney's office in April with resisting arrest and with assault. So if it wasn't that big of a deal or it wasn't that serious, then... I don't know that the DA especially being as sort of anti-cop as he is right now, I don't know that that wouldn't have go- would have gone that far. Furthermore, um the deputy was cleared or in this case they call it the use of force was uh determined to be in policy. Oh and that that may be true now, so yeah. it's all it's all it, here's it, the thing. Yeah. And so what was when I cuz I was pushing back on the two sources I've talked to about this today, yeah. I pushed back and I'm like, "Come on, really an air frickin' freshener?" <laughs> I mean, really. And then, and they say, listen, again, the deputy might have been in the wrong on that. It could have been completely retaliatory in nature. The deputy might have been pissed. The deputy was most likely going to go up and give him a piece of his mind and get back in his truck and leave. Mm-hmm. Fine. And by the way, flipping off a law enforcement officer is completely protected under the First Amendment. And especially if you're on another street or a sidewalk or whatever, you could do pretty much insane. Yeah, it's pretty you want. clear he made an excuse to pull him over. I, so I, I just wouldn't recommend it. Right. And then that's what I'm saying. Well, so the actions up to that point, I mean, are one thing, but the actions after the cars stop is another thing. Right. OK, you have to look at it. And the way it was explained to me, you have to extract the two. With the deputy's actions, because what I've asked now in the inquiry I made that I've not gotten an answer from yet is: was the was the deputy disciplined at all with any with respect to any actions in this case or in this event? I've not been told yet whether that's the case. So if if the deputy did what he did because he was going to go up and give him a piece of his mind, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. But you don't get out of the vehicle right away, mm-hmm. and you don't I mean you don't you don't ignore the cop and walk away. Mm. Yeah. Well. Then- Steve, I read a little bit more on this story.
6: Okay. The Emmett Brock version. Sure. He claims that the deputy began tailing him. No lights, no sirens. He claims he called 911 right to, to try to get help because he wasn't sure what's going on. And, of course, the 911 operator says, if you haven't pulled you over, what's the problem? And then he claims he pulls into the 7-Eleven. The cop just pulls up behind him. It didn't look like a police stop to him because it didn't look official or anything. He just pulled into the 7-Eleven, got out of his car to get a soda. He comes out, and the cops, they are ready to confront him. That's oh. his
7: version. Right. Now, you, I can keep going, or do you want to break? Well, all right, you got more? We'll keep well, going. Well, I mean, it's just the, the thing is I've got more information here that I can offer to this. Okay, and did you mention that the deputy claims he got bit? I've got more information on this. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> He'd make a good bureaucrat.
6: And, and what about... <laughs> I've been covering him long enough. Brock's claim that they made him show his genitalia. has uh, more information to, we'll on this. That. yeah cover
7: that.
6: Okay. And there's a lot more. All right. John and Ken, your chance at money next. KFI AM 640 live everywhere. iHeartRadio.
8: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from
3: KFI AM 640. We continue with uh, Steve Gregory. Who is... Uh, we're going through the odyssey of this uh, sheriff's deputy who... Uh, <laughs> Pulled over a uh, transgender man and uh, was... Allegedly
6: for having an air freshener blocking his rearview mirror.
3: Now, uh, there was the story that this uh, guy told that he f- flipped off a cop. Do we know if he flipped off the cop who the sh- threw just him to did. the ground? Now, or-
7: according to what I was told is that the, the deputy didn't remember anything like that happening. Didn't remember that the person even flipped him off. In fact, it was suggested... There were two other agencies doing traffic stops that day, CHP and Whittier PD. Mm -hmm. And the assertion is, is that the deputy, I mean, I I don't know anything, the history on this deputy. I don't know anything about the background of the deputy. I don't know if they have, if the deputy had a proclivity of pulling people over for these kinds of traffic infractions or not. I don't know any of that. All I know is that it was the deputy's assertion that um, he wasn't necessarily, he didn't necessarily see this guy flipping him off. Or wouldn't have been conscious or aware of it, I guess. So the guy could have flipped off a CHP officer or a Whittier. It could very well have been. PD officer. Because they were also doing traffic stops in the area. Now.
6: But he claims this guy was tailing him for a while before they got into that parking lot. That's a
7: little odd. He didn't what? turn on his sirens or lights. Have you ever been trailed by a cop? Oh, no. Yeah. I have plenty of times. Really? Yeah, they'll, they'll no. follow him behind me. And what they'll do is there's got to be a reason to do it. There's got to be a probable cause. There's got to be some sort of a reason.
6: But I think what I'm saying is that it's got to be the same cop, because why would he just pick this guy out?
7: Again, I don't know. And you're right. It seems awfully suspicious when you think about. uh, Oh, uh, I think we all know what happened here. The deputy was ticked because he gave him
6: the finger. And the motorist has got a real defund the police, fear of police. When these two things come together, it is going to get ugly. You know that. That's exactly what happened here. Right. And I think what I mentioned. I think they're both at fault. I think you're right. The motorist should have complied, but he got hostile because he's like, this this confirms everything I believe about cops, right? Right. They profile you. They follow you. They make up
7: crap to stop you. I've had it. Right? I, I can see. The thing that, you know... What we are doing right now is exactly what the attorney in this case wants us to do. Oh. Well, think about it. Well, then let's stop doing it. Well, no, think we about it for a second. <laughs> we're discussing it. And we're talking about, oh. you know, the, the perceived outrage. And you're leading oh. with it being a transgender man being thrown to the ground. What's the relevance? Did that, did that play into it? No. The deputy had no idea this was a transgender person until they got to the jail at the Norwalk Jail. And they gave him a genital inspection Well, and put him in the women's <laughs> <that's>, That <laughs> is what... Brock's assertion is. Yeah, that's what he's saying, right? Now the, the there Do is Do we know he's if he's telling the truth or is he a looney tune? Well, I don't know. I, he's a teacher. I don't says know. Anything he about about Whittier. And he says oh. he can't get hired? I don't understand that one. Other than the and fact that he claims he lost his job. Well, Mike. he's been charged with a felony. Now
4: right. see, that's oh. the other
7: thing too. If there was if this was such an outrage given the client of the current DA or the climate of the current DA, would you think would you've thought that there would have been charges even filed against this guy that he's somehow innocent in all of this? And well, when member- is that going to
6: resolve? Are they going
7: to drop the charges? for pending right them? now because they, they, oh. they filed the charges on in April for assault and resisting arrest. Now, here's the other thing that, that other outlets aren't reporting that, that I have here. The witness mm. testimony says that Brock took a swing at the deputy. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's not confirmed the re- with any video, right? No, but that was confirmed by a uh, witness. And the 7-Eleven employee is the one that called 911 because... When the deputy went down, he hit his radio and changed the channel. So he thought he was going to get backup and get help, and he didn't. That's another reason why you see the type of takedown and control, command and control that you see is because he was expecting backup, and he wasn't getting any uh, response back on the radio. And that's because he hit the channel, knocked the channel of his radio into another tac channel. The 7-Eleven employee calls 911 and says, Hey, you better get over here. Your deputy's being tackled, or your deputy's in a fight with a suspect. That was the nine one one call from the Seven Eleven employee. So all these other details, you know, kind of again take away the moment that uh, whatever the impetus was for the pullover or for the stop, that's one thing. The other thing was that he wasn't complying with a lawful hmm. order or lawful command. Right. So 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 the the suspect has felony charges against yeah, him. Yeah, and now he's got to go to court because okay. And the cop, we don't know if there was any discipline. I don't know that there was any discipline I do know he's on medical leave as a result of this from a torn shoulder oh really yeah that was a hard takedown and if you notice the way the takedown happened the deputy put himself between the suspect and the pavement that's a that's a that's a training thing and you know one of the other things let me and, and I, I I don't want to get too far in the weeds on this but let me tell you part of what these deputies are going through and again, I'm offering perspective I'm not defending actions I just am giving you perspective. When a deputy, the most dangerous, most dangerous interaction a cop has in their business is a traffic stop. It's the most dangerous thing of all. Now, if you got pulled over for the the stupid air freshener or whatever, that's one thing. But when the deputy gets out of the vehicle, you don't get out of the vehicle. And so what happens is when that person gets out of the vehicle, that's red flag one. Red but fight. that's not his story. He says he was coming out of the Seven Eleven with his soda, and the cop is there waiting for him. That's his no, story. No, if you see the video, he's getting out of the car. No, he gets out of the car, and then the deputy comes up on him as he's getting out of the car. That's what you see in the video. And right, but not everybody knows that. I mean,
6: I'm sorry, no, not everybody knows not to. Not f- everybody, not everybody knows not to get out of the car. You already you're in a parking lot. It's not like you pulled over on a highway which mm. we all
7: know we just sit there until the cop comes yeah. up and says you're I speeding. But. I don't know about that. Maybe today, but I, I'll tell you something right now. Everyone, I've, we've been talking about this case. But, that's the one thing you were taught right off the bat. You don't get but out of you're defending like, a guy if he really
6: pulled somebody over because he's pissed that he gave him the finger. That's not a good mental state for this cop. I don't like it. Uh, 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 granted, I give you that. I think he needs some training or maybe another job. If he's going to get that angry because someone gave him the finger, he's going to find an excuse well, to pull him over but, and give him but, a hard
7: time. But see, we're, but we're assuming his actions just like we were assuming the other's actions. You know, and I it's noticed
3: hard. a thread in these three stories we've had now in mm. uh, recent days. Most people don't know how cops are trained and that the cop's response is for a reason. And I think a lot of people don't know how to act when a, when a cop comes up to them. And I they guess, don't know what's... I mean, it, are you required well, to, to stay in your car, is that a law or is that just recommended because the cop may be on a trigger and start to
7: beat the crap you out know, of you? know, and I, I would like to go back because um, I, I would like to go. Every state has a different law with respect to that because every state has its own sovereignty when it mm-hmm. comes to dealing with cops. But I will tell you that when I was growing up and I was 15 and a half years old when I got my permit, that's the first thing that the the, the driving instructor taught us in school. I w- I did driver's ed in high school. That's yeah, I know. I, I knew what you were talking about, but I don't know where I got that information from.
3: Yeah, so the I, idea that you stay in your car and keep your hands in front of you, and maybe it's just from having a million conversations with you and all the other reporters all, all the years, and I've uh, absorbed it. It doesn't seem like a good idea. No,
6: and remember this guy's story is I gave him the finger, and now he's following me for miles, and I pull in to get a soda, and now here he is. It's like... He's kind of like, what is this Har- harassment here?
7: Yeah, well, that's kind of his state of mind too. Sure, that's his state of mind, and and, and the thing is, um, until we get the actual story, you know, and and, and, and I'm I'm trying to get that i'm trying to figure out exactly what the i would like to see if you doing.
6: find out if he actually did call 911 they'd have a record of that
7: yeah they absolutely would but that doesn't mean anything if he called 911 and reported well,
6: it- i think it well i think it backs up his belief that he is being harassed by uh maybe an out of his mind police officer who's obsessed with him now because he gave him the finger that could be i think you know, it's you, know you know
3: what's what's different too is maybe when we were kids, there was almost universal respect for police. Sure, And now there is so much anger and distress. Oh, of I said police. that too. This this yeah. guy's not a police fan. Right? right, exactly. And most people don't know that if you don't follow a certain protocol with a cop, he is going to respond in a really aggressive way and he's trained to do this and it's legal for him to do this because people just didn't used to do this stuff. You just had, you just had, uh, you know, the, the criminals would resist, but no, ordinary no. people wouldn't resist because right. we all years
7: knew and decades that, but, of mistrust. Yeah. Right. 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 And, but you guys are touching on, on one of the things, the point I was going to try to make is that, have you noticed that people have become more entitled and more emboldened? Yes. Because of the events of the last few years, people are now fighting with cops in the field and they're saying no. I mean, the couple up in in um, on Palmdale or no, Lancaster, Lancaster, yeah, Lancaster that, that, that couple story. when they're like, no, they just said no. Like as if that's enough to say you can't arrest me <laughs> because no, we say so. I don't so. want you to arrest me because I say so. And you fight back. You can't fight back. I mean, that's just it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what took you to that point. What matters is what happens next. We got right, to okay. you you go. Thank you take care, very much. Guys.
6: Johnny Kent, KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app.
1: Do you love Selena?
3: Like, really love?
1: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano.
8: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
3: We're on the radio from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock. You go to that iHeart app, get John and Ken On Demand. That's a podcast, has a whole show on it. All right. Well,
6: why didn't I think of this? Right here is the answer to all of California's drug addiction problems. Did you hear about this? The answer is gift cards. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) Is this the stupidest? Is this the stupidest story? Cal Matters has done a big story on this. San Francisco's General Hospital has a drug clinic to treat people who, of course, have been hooked on meth, which can leave you tearing at your skin and unable to eat, sleep, or sign up for help. They felt powerless. The medical director of the program said people were just dying in front of us. Well, you know, we've talked about this before. You could call it the homeless industrial complex, in this case, the drug addiction, industrial complex. They come up with buzzwords to explain why they're doing what they're doing. And the one I learned today, John, is contingency management. That means you reward people with financial incentives every time they drug test negative. So that's what's happening in this trial at the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. If you come in and turn over your urine, and you're clean, you're going to get yourself a gift card. And they're claiming it's working. I don't believe
3: that. I don't it, know how it, that's going to be. Methamphetamine is a powerful addiction. Yes. And it is very difficult to get somebody off of meth. Once your brain uh, has accepted meth.
6: And That's it, what they say they a, do. It's They want to replace the drug reward system to the brain with the gift reward system. But, but you're right. That sounds like but, two very different things.
3: It's pretty. But they. what they. It says here, um, at San Francisco General Hospital, every time you test negative, you'll get a ten dollar gift card to Walmart. Now, a ten dollar gift card is going to replace a meth high. What are you going to buy at Walmart for ten dollars that'll feel as good as meth? Well, some it's people done- come in
6: a few times a week. They could accumulate thirty bucks. No.
3: But and buy right. what?
6: Oh, the amount of the gift card will increase to a maximum of $26.50 per test. But but what are you going to buy? You can only earn a maximum of $600 over the whole program. Yeah, five ninety nine but- because the IRS gets involved with
3: $600 or more in payments. So they could <laughs> cash those in and just buy more meth. You could you sell them to people. I, I mean, I, I think that's an, I think this whole thing is absurd. I can't believe anybody proposes this. That there's a story written about it. That 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 they're treating it as something legitimate. That's just not possible. Meth addiction is way way more powerful than bribing them with a ten dollar uh, Walmart card.
6: The program has tested more than sixty three hundred veterans, and so far it's eighty two thousand urine samples. Ninety two percent were negative for the targeted drug is it because they're veterans they might be a little but, but more how, interested in
3: But how long does that Staying last? clean? I, you have to give them you have to give Walmart gift cards for the rest of their lives. Their
6: lives, I know. I don't believe that. They
3: could fall back well, into old habits. If you really can only easily. give him, if you can only give $600 worth, right. That's not going to last long.
6: Yeah, this doctor involved says that we're replacing the reward a patient's brain craze which is the drug with a different type of prize. It triggers the reward place in the brain. That otherwise might be turning to the drug. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think what those kind are two high, very
3: different things. If you win a ten dollar gift certificate, what kind of high do you get? I don't get one. <laughs>
6: uh, you know, well, you're not indigent and desperate, and these are probably. But it does They're homeless people. You can't even surprised. get you can't even get lunch for ten dollars. Uh, well, you can get twenty six dollars and fifty cents eventually, and you can try, probably get more than one card a week.
3: Try getting a subway sandwich, chips, and a soda for ten bucks. You can't.
6: Hey if this works, I'm not going to knock it, but I agree with you. this uh, I, has to be studied. I don't believe it. More in the long run
3: because um, the problem they have with meth is that it is nearly impossible to get people off it and it causes such kind of such devastating brain damage that um, you know you're permanently disabled from it. I mean, you see it in the streets. Although, they, otherwise, why, do, why aren't they walking around handing out these $10 gift cards to everybody in the street? If this yeah. works so well, why isn't it spread around? They've been claiming oh.
6: they've been doing this for 12 years. 6,300 veterans over 12 years, though, isn't and it, a lot per year. And it never got any notice? Now, now it did from Cal Matters, but... Yeah. Right. But, uh, uh, they uh of 22 studies testing contingency management's impact on stimulant addiction... reported significant increases in participants' abstinence, according to a
3: Journal of American Medicine published. Is it it just for that short period that they give out the gift cards? What happens six months later,
5: nine months later?
3: They go back to meth.
6: Not all of them will, but some, yes.
3: I I have read that the, the success rate getting people off meth is very low.
6: All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app.
8: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
3: I went to um, a website that has statistics on crystal meth recovery, Mm. and it says um, it's a medical site. 88% of crystal meth users will relapse. In the first one to three years of their recovery efforts. Yeah,
6: crystal meth is much, it's even more highly addictive than yeah. just ordinary meth and
3: that form of it. Oh. 88%. Because mm-hmm. you know what? It changes your brain and it makes you makes you so crazy from the brain damage. You have to take more meth to calm yourself. Anything sillier than listen
6: to people obsessed this morning over what happened to Twitter, that the bird's been replaced by an X or... Uh, pretty, I heard some people th- pretty worked up over it. I
3: thought it was. I think the whole thing is so stupid. I thought the whole Twitter uh, company has been uh, been moronic from day one. I don't understand the appeal of reading other people's stupid opinions and comments. There I screeds. don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Why? Why, why are you, you going to have an argument with strangers about? Politics, or why do you want to read strangers? People comments? are
6: lonely. They want to be connected oh my to something.
3: God, people have like useless, worthless
6: lives. Other people are combative. Other people are trolls. There's all types out there that. Uh, That's a really stupid form of entertainment. Uh, we move from Twitter to TikTok, where the latest rage seems to be uh, ingesting borax. I remember that when I was a kid. That product, of course, it comes from boric acid. It's found in laundry detergent. Also sold on its own as a cleaning product. Um, the boric acid is a different formulation of the same compound, which, which is boron. Boron, right. if, if boron. Yeah.
3: Used to kill ants and cockroaches. Imagine this. Imagine somebody come out, uh, coming up to you and say, hey, would you like a cup of boric acid? Oh, I'd love
6: some. Adding a pinch of it to their water, that would be their drinking water, could reduce inflammation and help you with joint pain. No. <laughs> or soaking... Borax in the bathtub could detoxify the body of that. That's what they, that's what they're saying. That's People so, are always looking for a way to detoxify. Uh,
3: that's ignorance. Your liver is your detoxification agent. It's not working good enough. I need there, help. There's no anybody who charges you at a spa for detox or claims some food is a, is is full of it. Your body does it naturally, primarily mm. the liver. It, it it all they're doing is stealing your money because you're stupid. Uh, and anybody blue green vomit that would be interesting. Well, you're drinking a cleanser
6: or diarrhea. Well, and it can cause anemia and seizures. And soaking in borax could cause rashes it that start to fall off. It's
3: it's laundry detergent. What's wrong with people? <laughs> I
6: don't know this it's, is the wonders of social media and the internet connecting yeah, people with all you know, the that this
3: this is darwinism. Yeah uh, this really this really is absolute darwinism. If you're drinking boric acid to detoxify yourself, you you deserve what you get. Were these Tide Pods before Tide Pods? <sighs> what yeah what why do people eat laundry detergent? What yeah, is that?
6: They, it's an old time uh I'm looking at a box. It's an all natural laundry booster, borax. And multi-purpose household cleaner. Oh, look, see, it's dual purpose. Sure. Removes stain and neutralizes odors. Well, why don't you drink Mister Clean or Ajax or? It's like one person decides to spread this, or Clorox, or one idiot who thinks it works for them,
3: and it becomes a TikTok sensation that people Man, copy. You know what, Darwin? Darwin, just let him go. Darwin him is hear. the
6: easy. I'll easy. hand
3: out shots of uh, boric acid. All right, take take them, everybody. Go ahead, check out now. Boric acid.
8: God. Uh Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. We've got the car that's least likely to have their catalytic converters stolen. We'll talk about that. All right. They like the smaller cars because the catalytic converters are small, and you can stick them in a trunk. The bigger trucks, like the Ford F350s, are too big. And then they stick out the back window, and the cops nail you. So we'll that's tell you. Right. Yeah, we'll tell you. The, the smaller ones are better. So that's a, a big deal. Like, uh, people don't want to get that stolen. It costs $3,000 to replace them. Our own uh, Stephouche, our uh, producer, had his uh, stolen, and he drives Uber. They they took his livelihood from him. They oh right, because he drives Uber, and so he couldn't drive. Gonna go broke. <laughs> uh, two shot and killed. Yeah, at Palace. For, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to go right into that story. Whenever I hear you do
6: that in your commercials, I always crack up. Your voice just goes way
8: up. <laughs> you could get killed. You can get killed. That's true. Um, Bye-bye, birdie. Elon Musk is saying goodbye to the bird. Yeah. Right. He gave the bird the bird. Shocking. It's an X, right? Yeah. But I wonder how confusing that's going to be. Like, hey, did you send me a text? I mean, did you say text or X? Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: Text. (laughs) 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 I just saw that Meta is claiming that they... Trademark the X. Oh, they did. Yeah. Mm. That's their ex. Ah. Their ex. All right. Well it'll be a so fight. They are gonna fight over rights to the X. Right. And then whoever wins mm.
8: will sign right next to the X. Good one. <laughs> Thank you very much.
7: Twitter and Staples Center forever.
8: Yes. Yeah. And then uh mm. but this will also happen. Hey, do you see my ex? Oh yeah, you got divorced. No, 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 no. My ex, <laughs> my, my, my my social message. media ex. There's gonna be a who's on first. You yeah, know, this, I didn't, no uh, one's thing ever going to use that. <laughs> I would have named it Ding Dong. I think that would have been great. Yeah, you know your your vo- your uh, uh, anchor uh, Deborah Mark. She does voiceovers. Yes, and we came up with a great uh, website for her. Debbie does voiceovers, <laughs> right? And she well, liked, she pretty liked close it.
6: to a classic porn movie. <laughs> That's but right. sure,
8: but she liked it. So I, I, and so she I. She did. She did. She she does. Said she it, know
6: about the porn movie. She does.
8: She does. Sure. Um, but then uh, Aaron, you know, one of the 15-year-olds who's running the news department, said, uh, what's Debbie Does Dallas? I'm like, oh, Babu. Oh, man, no. oh, man. Too young. Oh,
3: these are kids <laughs> are yeah. young. Dead that, that is an old movie.
8: Yeah, it's an old movie, but it's also... Yeah, there's, there's no reason. Remember The Devil and Miss Jones? Oh, yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Classic. That's right. Um, but, you know, back then, it, you, you sort of, uh, you know, had to steal Dad's uh, Playboys. Uh, now, mm-hmm. you know... Definitely There's weird. no, there, you know, sky's the limit.
3: My dad didn't have any Playboys. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. No. You just didn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have Playboys in Poland. <laughs> That's uh, right. Dig <laughs> dog. All
8: right. That's right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Playboys in Poland. <laughs> Polish Playboys. <laughs> all right, Conway's next. That's yeah, all right. dig dog. Dig dog with you. KFI AM 640. Dig and Crozier's live in 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and
6: Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.
0: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A podcast. podcast.